optimism and excitement for tomorrow because Mike and Leanne have got a plan in place that they know is foolproof, guaranteeing that tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of our lives. Thank you for joining us. It's time for another edition of everyone's favorite podcast, the first day of the rest of our lives. Isn't that exciting, honey? Yeah. Welcome in. I'm Michael <laughs> Gobier. Thank you for joining us. Are you there, Leanne? I'm here. I'm right here, right next to you in the box. <laughs> you are right next to me in the box. Hi. Hi. How's it going, Leanne? How are you feeling today? Not great, but I'm okay. How are you? Well, I'm uh, doing the best I can today. I'm not feeling that well, so. Mm -hmm. But I'm making the best of it, and uh, I'm here to do the podcast with you because we love doing this. Yes. On today's show, we'll talk about a variety of issues, and we'll continue forward trying to find the meaning of it all. So that maybe tomorrow we could finally start what, honey? The first day of the rest of our lives. That's right. Yay. Yay. Um, so what's been going on since last episode? Anything new? Mm. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just put it out there that, uh, cause I'm not sure if this is going to like bubble up at some point. Um, when I said that I'm not doing well, uh, at the beginning of this, it was just because I literally like half an hour just found out that one of my clients passed away. Um, so that may come out weirdly through part of this. Um, so if that happens, I apologize. Um, so that has happened. Um, yeah, I think that's a big deal. I've been talking about how to deal with grief, how we all handle it in so many different ways. And I think it's often very unhealthy how a lot of people, because people say, hey, you can just handle it how you like. Mm -hmm. But there are proper ways to face the grief. And if you let... If you let it go for a long time, it can really affect you in a negative way. You can build up uh, resentments and develop a wall or a guard up because you don't want to deal with uh, the loss. And these things can be very painful and create a very unhealthy way of living. So I know from my own experience, you know, losing people is it's very painful. And it's so painful that sometimes it doesn't even seem real. It's, you know, when... When my friend Brandon died in 2001, he was 21 years old and we were all just still young and trying to figure out what to do with our lives. And when he died, it, I remember it was a huge shock, but then like it, I just went through the business of going through it. Like, mm -hmm. all right, so we're doing this, then we're going to go to the wake then we're going to do this. And it was, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I thought I was dealing with it, but. I think the worst part is after the fact, a couple of weeks and like months later when I'm not handling it or dealing with it and just kind of moving forward or I'm trying to recognize it, but other people don't want to recognize it in the same way I do. Mm -hmm. I think that's the hard part about grief. It, you want to handle it one way. I want to handle it another way. And if we can't find a common ground, then it's really difficult to try to find the peace and acceptance of death. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. And then there's the extra layer right now during this whole COVID thing and self-isolation that you can't even have, you can't have any court sort of 
wake or any kind of service or anything. I just talked to her. Um, I just talked to her grandson <clears throat> about it and, um, she, she had passed two weeks ago, but they didn't really reach out. I mean, like, you know, who am I? I'm the kitchen designer, but we became, cl you become close in our business with our clients. And then, uh, we stayed in touch for years and, you know, talking, you know, every couple months and seeing how each other are doing and talking on the phone and da, 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 da. And, um, she was, she became a very good friend and, but there was no, nothing. They had the funeral service. Um, I think there were like, I think there were 10 people at like the service and then three people at the burial. Like that's all that they could do. And she was a very, she was a very religious lady. And I know that that like her whole, I'm sure her whole congregation is just, what can they do? Like, it's just, it's such a weird time. Um, so I just, uh, I just want to tell everybody out there, if you're, if you've lost someone or losing someone, whether it's through COVID or just during COVID, I'm so sorry. We're thinking of you and this is, this extra layer is so difficult. Um, and I think it, it, it comes, it comes back to, cause I, you know, I question those, like, is the three day service worth it? Do you need to do that? And they're like starting to veer on to like, just doing like two nights and then a, you know, funeral kind of thing. They're trying to shorten it as much as they can. Um, and I've always wondered, like, is that really necessary? Do you need to have that big showing and all that kind of stuff? And now that you can't have it, I'm realizing how much, because now I've, I've heard this is the fifth person that I've heard has passed away. Um, two of them were, were COVID related. Three of them were not. Um, and everybody's saying the same thing. That's just, it's not, there's just zero closure now. Thank you for bringing it up. It is a very good point. Um, I didn't bring that, it up. You brought it up. Yeah, I know. But like, I was just, I just thought I was going to start crying through it at like some point that we would just have some random question and then I'd be like, oh, I can't handle it. Um, uh, it's okay. It's but the conversation, yeah, I think, I think people do need to talk about it. And I think maybe like the point that you make about that we all grieve differently. Um, I think we all need to like, if we're in like a family unit, um, kind of discuss that. Um, and when it's going through, have an extra kind ear um, because we all do deal with it very differently. Um, gosh. Yeah. Anyway. So. There is no playbook for grief. There's, There's no, no playbook for life. There is a handbook for life. There is? Yeah. Oh, well, I need a copy. It's so called Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the 82 editions. <laughs> well, this is the first day of the rest of our lives. Yes. We're available. First Day Pod on Twitter and Instagram. First Day Pod. Check us out. We got some fun posts recently on Instagram and Twitter. We're here to engage and connect and grow with you. We can't have a show without you. If you're listening to this right now, give yourself a pat on the back, a kudos. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. You know anything? Men, women, children, animals, <laughs> dogs. Dogs listen to our. Uh, does Gracie? Yeah, 
Gracie loves it. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 So it's first day pod at protonmail.com. Send us an email. Don't be shy about your struggle. Almost all of us have lost someone. So you've probably lost someone in your life and it was painful. And if you could share any details with how to, to best cope with it, how you found yourself maybe finding comfort, whether it's through religion, spirituality, uh, just human beings in your life, please reach out to us. Send us an email, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. And we would happily read it. And we won't share anything unless you want us to share anything. We'll keep it private or as public as you want. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. I actually have a question. Our first yeah. day, okay, so the first day of the rest of our lives. In the beginning, we were always talking about, because when, when you and I, the reason why we have this um, title is because that's what we always do, right? It's always Monday, it's the first day of the rest of our lives, or tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. But I've really been thinking, like, it doesn't really need to be tomorrow. It can be today. It can be right now. Even, like, right now. Well, depending on when you're listening to it. I don't know what time it is, but while we're recording it, it's 6.30. And really, the first day of the rest of our lives could start right now. I could decide to just take a whole different turn on it. So I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about it. <laughs> well, I just think we are always prepping for tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be the first day of the rest of our lives. You, me, everybody. We're excited. But is that for where we tomorrow. get into but is that where we get into our trouble? Because then we're like, tomorrow's going to, well, especially with like weight and stuff like that, tomorrow's going to be the first day. So that means today's going to be a full bender. Just go full on out. Of course. Um, that's no. exactly what it means. I know, but I'm, I, I don't know. Well, that's the joke. We're supposed to be, we're making fun of ourselves because everybody does it. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. But if this podcast is going to start getting like around, because it's, that's kind of where we're veering on the Instagram, that it's more of a um, trying to get people, because uh, a lot of the questions that we're getting and things like that are, how are we going to have, you know, start on the right foot? So tomorrow is the first day of the rest of our lives. But so if we're going to start doing that, where we really start like figuring this whole thing out. I think that's one of our biggest problems. So yes, I get it. It started as a joke, but it started. Well, it's an exaggeration on the truth because that mm -hmm. was, it has been the truth for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. You and I, we've done it a million times and it's not ideal, but it, in terms of creating a plan for yourself to improve whatever it is you're trying to create, yeah, better outlook on life, a healthier body, um, mastering crocheting. You know, that's what you're start. doing right now, right? Yeah, I've been working on crocheting. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm really getting good. Oh, I'm gonna good. start. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day of the rest of my life. I'll start. I promise. <laughs> no, I haven't been crocheting. That's a joke. I uh, I find that when you set a plan in motion is very important. Like it's really important not to start a new plan on a Monday because Why? You, well, some studies have shown that it's better to start on like the weekend on a Saturday or a Sunday because Monday creates this like finite time where it's got to start on this Monday and it's the beginning of the week. And a lot of people don't feel great on Mondays for some reason because mm -hmm. America has created that Canada too, to some extent, the North mm -hmm. American lifestyle mm -hmm. has created 
the Mondays, the case of a Mondays. Everybody knows what that means. And mm-hmm. there have been some studies done. I wish I had them in front of me. So I, I feel like I'm, I feel like a fraud right now. No, it sounds but legit. It's best to start a new regiment on a Friday or Saturday. In case you screw up, you give yourself a day. Because you, a lot of people think, oh, it started on Monday. It's got to be at the beginning of the week. And it's going to coincide with every day through the rest of the week. And mm-hmm. then when you don't do it properly, you don't feel like you have a false start. You're like, oh, now I got to wait till next Monday. So screw it. Let's just <laughs> I screw the rest of the week up and then I'll start next Monday. But if you try mm-hmm. it on Friday and then you screw up on Saturday, you're like, okay, well, I got Sunday now. And there's just this different view. I'm not saying it's universal for everybody. That's a great a lot point. of people look at the week that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, that's a really great point, actually. Yeah, I think I'll start that. So, <laughs> so since yeah, so since it's Tuesday right now while we're recording, and I'm not even going to bother really thinking about any goals until Friday. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, okay, so that's funny. I must say that finding the little wins during the week, that's a huge help, and I think you've been a big proponent of this, Leanne. The little wins, the little victories during the week. These are the small things. You can call it whatever cliche you want, but we don't want to minimize the impact in terms of its positive use for individuals. Having those recognition moments where you stop and say, all right, you know, I just, I was just able to properly do what I needed to do today. I, I didn't eat sugar today. Yay! Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is. Or, you know, I, I didn't yell at myself. I didn't get down on myself when I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You're really a big fan of these. You are really getting into the little victory. I am. I am because I've never been good at that. I've always, like we talked about on the last episode, I've always been like the huge goal is ahead of me and I either get it and then I'm excited for like three seconds and then I move on to something else or I don't get it and then it's like, oh, it's an epic fail. Um, and so a big, a big part of it, I mean, it happens in a lot of the things that I strive for, but a big thing is the weight. I have a girlfriend that she, um, she's been doing like the alkaline diet, um, and not to lose weight, but because she was having a lot of, um, a lot of stuff going on, um, with her complexion and with a lot of stuff. And so she was just going to try it just to see if it would help, um, And it did help. So she stayed on it. And now she's been doing it. Gosh, I don't know how long she said she's been doing it. Maybe like a month and a half. Um, I do everything like now in according to COVID. So she started like a week before, two weeks before it started. So gosh, it might be two months now. Um, Anyway, she's lost 14 pounds. And so when she told we were all on a call, me and my girlfriends, we were on a call last night. And she says, Hey guys, I just want to let you know, you know, I've been doing that diet and I'm down 14 pounds. And we said, Oh, you know, congratulations. That's amazing. And then like all of us, she says, Oh, well, I'm still not at my goal. Like I still have more to go. I still have. (laughs) And she went right into that. Meanwhile, like the rest of us are complaining that like, we're hoping that we're going to be able to put our jeans on after Corona's done. Right. Like after isolation's done. Um, and she's lost 14 pounds. So like, I actually had a conversation with her and I was like, dude, like, I'm happy that you brought it up to us, but like, you need to now just every time that you get on the scale, whether it's once a week or whenever it is like, be happy and celebrate that like one pound or half a pound, or I did not gain because that's where I always fall into it. I don't celebrate any of the small wins and then I lose momentum, you know? 
Um, so yeah, the little wins, I've really been trying to, to do that. I'm wondering if anybody else, um, if anybody else on the, that have been listening to the last episode, if they're starting to incorporate that, cause it's, it really is helping me. And with perspective, when I'm, when something's happening with someone else or with, um, anything, I find that like, I'm, uh, cause I've really been working a lot on like how I react to certain things. Um, and so I've been really noticing when I'm not reacting the old way that Leanne used to react. And so instead of just blowing it off, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. That was a good way of doing it. I actually like him calling myself out and being like, way to go. You're just like, that was one small win and changing who, you know, the way that you handle things. Um, and then it does, it gets more exciting. Like you almost want to like look for those wins in the future, you know? So yeah, it's been really good. That's do you use beautiful. it? Do you use it at all? Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I try to use little wins, but I don't know if I focus on it really. Yeah. I, I try to stay focused on the big picture and that doesn't always work. So taking a moment to identify what I've done properly during the week is important. So I probably utilize it more than I realize. And I'm proud to say that we do this. You should be proud of yourself, Leanne. Thanks. Yay. Yay. The, yeah. the thing is though, with, with these victories comes, uh-oh. it's part in the bigger <laughs> picture. And what do you mean? Uh-oh. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, you know, we're stuck in isolation. So we're trying to make sense of it all and finding those little victories in the bigger picture of how long will this last? When will this quarantine end? How long will I be bottled up in my home is something I think we all need to take a look at. I know that I need to look at what is my purpose right now? Because having a purpose is so incredibly important. I don't care what Mm -hmm. anyone tells you. You can float through this life. It's been done. I've, I have done it. I know how to do it, but I find that having a purpose and meeting a expectation or completing a task that I want to, because there's so much to know in this world. And there's so much to share and experience that we don't really have enough time to do it all. So mm-hmm. to not find the time to do that and to find my purpose during isolation is something that is very, very important. And I know it's also important to you, Leanne. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you're creating yourself to be on a platform or a trajectory where you're going to be focused towards a goal right now? I mean, cause initially it was just, Oh, here I am. We're in, we're in the COVID world and it was all just a shock and people just kind of accepted it. Mm-hmm. And we, I accepted it. I now, was, I was slower in accepting it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, we all have a different timeline in our acceptance, of course, mm-hmm. but now that you've come to understand this is how things are. What's mm-hmm. next? How do you know what's next? Well, I think one of the big things for me is um, because our whole life is based on our stories that we're making, right? Like right now, we're just like, we create, keep creating our own stories and our own narrative and, you know, Um, so I just keep thinking about, okay, when I get out of this and we're back in like where we can be social with people and people are talking about their experience and then I hear people saying, oh yeah, like I like tore apart my entire house. Everything's completely organized and like every closet, I could tell you where everything is. And, um, or they say, you know, I've always wanted to be a photographer and now I like, I really learned how to use my camera or whatever it is. And they've actually accomplished those things. I'm putting myself 
you know, a month out, two months out, whenever this thing is going to be done and having that conversation and how am I going to feel when I say, oh yeah, no, not much changed for me. Like I just, I kept, you know, going day to day and I didn't really do any of the stuff that I wanted to do. So that is helping me get motivated because even if it's, it doesn't matter what your motivation is, but even if it is, so then you have something to say when you get out of this (laughs) and it's still, I think that's still worth it. I also think your, I didn't really like it, uh, to be quite honest, last episode or the episode before you said that one of your friends told you that you need to lower your expectations. And we had the discussion even before the episode and then you brought it up on the episode and I was like, okay, because I was kind of processing it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I was like, my gut, because I don't, God, lower expectations just sounds so awful to me. Like I don't. Yeah. But that was in a specific context. It was. We were talking about our, our relationship. (laughs) we were yes i know we we needed to minimize expectations because (laughs) we needed to just survive this that's how i want to make that clear still so funny because it still doesn't make it any better just the thought of lowering expectations to me just still i think maybe because it was like centered around our relationship i was just like ew what no so anyway i had an issue with it in the beginning um you know, like always, I really didn't bring it up right away because I needed to process it and or ignore it, and um, which we can get to too. Um, but the more that I'm thinking about it, I really think that is a really great thing to be doing right now because I think having too high of expectations and putting too much pressure on yourself when you're at home and you're in lockdown and there's things that are coming up, I think it's a it's a bad decision. I think lowering your expectations of what you're going to accomplish and lowering your expectations of what, how people are going to react to you and how life is going to turn out. I think that's a better, I think that is a good way of, of dealing with it. So yes, I'm trying to put together some goals that I want to accomplish. Um, but at the same time, I'm being kinder to myself as I'm navigating through it. If that makes any sense. I actually think that makes a lot of sense. You, it does make sense. Be gentler to yourself. Yeah. Be gentle to you. Leanne, mm-hmm. be gentle to Leanne. Okay, I'll try. Leanne, <laughs> tell Leanne to be gentler. Leanne, be gentler. Mm. There you go. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that having something to be proud of when you're done, it's not a priority to me. Like, if we come out of this, life may never be the same again. Things can change forever. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. We'll keep trying to put a, a a bow on this. Like we have an idea. We don't know. No, We're not no in control. Mm-hmm. And society may change gratefully for a long time. Mm-hmm. For a lot longer than we want to. I'm, I mean, I've been unemployed. I've been laid off now for a month and mm-hmm. almost a month. Wow. And I haven't been able to get unemployment and that's really frustrating. But I, you know, I really want to like obsess over that, but I know that I've done everything I can do to try to connect with my state's unemployment agency, which has Mm -hmm. been a real struggle in the state of Michigan. So Mm -hmm. I know that it's out of my hands. I have done all the proper, I've gone through all the proper channels to make all the necessary adjustments and communicational efforts. I've done it all. I can't do anything else. So I don't want to sit there and obsess about it all day. And if this drags on, I need to just say, Hey, I did it. I did mm-hmm. all I could do. And it, 
we all, there's so many, maybe even you're like me. I, you know, I want to have it all fixed and I want to take care of business and say it's resolved, but having the hanging disappointment of having an unresolved situation can be frustrating for some people. And I know it is for me. And I try to take the little wins in myself, like you say, mm-hmm. and also look at the big picture of, Hey, when this thing ends, it ends. And we talked to last night of me and my friend about what have we been doing? You guys been doing anything new? You guys been uh, trying some new activities? Because as you say, it is true. This is a great time to expand your horizons, grow, try new things, become the something or become a craftsman that you wanted to be or a craftswoman or a mm-hmm. be someone that you want to be for others. Or maybe you haven't been living the life you wanted to lead and now you have the time to sit there and just think because you can watch Too Hot to Handle on Netflix <laughs> and it's good entertainment for a little while, but then you're still stuck with your thoughts about, man, I could be doing something else that I really focused on for a long time, but then I lost my way or I just made another choice to go a different route, but now I have the chance to get back to it. So this could be my opportunity to just flip the script on my current situation. And I think a lot of people still fear that Mm -hmm. because they don't have an answer to where this will go. So people use that as an excuse. Hey, uh, well, I mean, this could end soon. So there's no need for me to try to do some kind of like, (laughs) you know, recreation Mm -hmm. or, interior decorating internally Mm. oh good point i like that yeah but it's that is very true but i think (laughs) as humans we're always making excuses what for change well i don't know what you're talking about i know i know i'm clueless but (laughs) i really do believe (laughs) yeah it's always because for me i have those things like i have this whole little passion project that i want to start and the the excuses, because they're all just excuses and they always are, is, or before, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. If I, you know, if I take a vacation or I take some time off, then maybe I can focus on it. And now we have more time. And now it, I am actually, it's funny that you bring that up because we haven't really had this discussion. So it's like, you're right inside my mind, but that is exactly what I'm thinking. And it's like, well, do I start this now? And then like everything comes back in the next couple of weeks and then I'm just going to lose it again. And so maybe I shouldn't even bother starting it. That is a very good point. Um, but I think, well, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like you say, that's exactly what I was just going to say. I think just doing it, just starting, just taking some sort of action. That's all that that's what life is all about. It kind of, okay. So <laughs> we can okay, talk. Really, so. Okay. So, so we should have had that thing we should have like sub sub podcast names where it's like the first yeah. day of the rest of our lives also the queso podcast yeah we need subreddits for the show what subreddits yeah a subreddit you don't know what a subreddit is no what is a subreddit oh my dear lord okay i'll look it up well, reddit is the app the web page and then a subreddit is the category that people hang out in and talk about stuff like uh, oh. podcasts the subreddit of podcasting or the subreddit of self-improvement or you know these are all categories it's basically a a word for category oh no didn't know that yep so that's what we need you don't love reddit so <laughs> i didn't know that was so that has to do with podcasting yeah i didn't no, it know that. Have anything to do with podcasting this reddit has subreddits and you could have we could have sub 
titles of our overall podcast is what I mean. So, oh, got it. I know okay. you're not a huge fan of Reddit. You've no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, that's, I'm not. I'm, you know what? Maybe I've never given it a fair shake, but. Hey, you got to try it before you can knock it. I truly believe that. Except well, for like, well, not everything actually. Yeah. Uh, like white supremacy. I don't need to try that. I can just be like, this sucks. I don't want yeah. anything to do with it. Yeah. So good. that is Thank not you. always true. Right. Heroin. You don't need to try it to know it might be a bad idea. Right. Murder. There's a lot of things actually. See, you're right. Yeah. The list really does kind of accrue when you start yeah. to think about it. Yeah. So if you guys want to share <laughs> your list with us of things that you don't need to try to know that you don't want to do it, then hey, hit us up. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Hit us up at First Day Pod at ProtonMail.com. And we're on Instagram and Twitter, First Day Pod. Uh, are we starting a Facebook group, Leanne? Oh, gosh. We brought that up here? No, I did not want that up here because I'm not sure if I want to do that. I do. Okay, so I kind. Why don't we put it out there? Actually, maybe we'll put it out there on Facebook and not on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. That's what we're talking about. On Instagram and on Twitter, and see who uh, would want us to do that. Um, because I feel like these challenges that we're like trying to do and these conversations that we're trying to have on Instagram, I feel like they may be more suitable for a Facebook like kind of feed. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm, so I'm toying with it, but then it's just like another thing that I have to kind of stay up on and I'm not completely consistent with Instagram yet. So I'm torn, but well, you take your time, relax. You know, it's just a social media platform. Doesn't, you don't have to do a lot of work if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's the whole thing I want. Like if it was, if this was just a nothing, if this was just like a, like a free for all nothing, then I'd be fine with it. Then yeah, let's just throw another thing out there. But I'm really liking the engagement that people are having. And I don't want to, to um, kind of do too much that we can't be a part of all the conversations that are happening there kind of thing, you know? So I really want to be there for all of our fans and all of our friends and, and anybody that needs us. Cause um, the conversations they're, they're good. We've been having some of them offline too, which is nice. Um, you know, maybe not on a post, but like just in DMs and, um, slide I, in the DMs. Hey, Hey, I think it's important. I think it's nice to, to be there, you know? Um, so that's why I'm, I'm torn, but yeah, if, um, Maybe I'll put it out there. I'll put it on a poll and you can put it on a poll and then people can email us here. So if you have Facebook, but you don't have Instagram and you don't have Twitter, um, you know, if you exist and you're out there and you want us to start one up then let us know. Facebook is an evil corporation. I don't know if we should be associated with them, but then again, they own Instagram. So yeah, we already are. Ah, right. yeah, you late. can't win. See, you can't win. So you might as well just give up, right? It's too late. <laughs> oh God. Right. Come on. No. Oh, okay. God, there's some gonna sayings keep, you have. We're going to keep at it. Yeah, we're going to keep at it. Just I don't know if Facebook's going to be here right away. I don't know if Facebook's going to be a part of the first day of the rest of our lives. No, might not. It's, I don't have a personal account on Facebook. I loathe Facebook. I think it's an evil place. I think it's purposely created that way, and it's a negative. It's a detriment to society, although you can find individual positive moments. I think it's an overall net negative. And that is my concern. But 
they already control Instagram and that's just as, if not more popular, it's probably more popular than Facebook. And I use Twitter and people say that Twitter is like the cesspool of hell. So you can't really win when it comes to these arguments and trying to figure out, Hey, which it's just about trying to connect with the greatest mass audience. So if we're, and not because we want to be cool and like, Hey, like mm-hmm. us, be our friend. We want followers. Please like mm-hmm. us. Please, 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 no. For attention. Love me. Love me. Please love me. No, it's wow, not that. about that. Not at all. I really like how small we are actually right now. I was thinking about the other day that it was like, I was, it's the first time that like, because like with our business one, I always like, you obviously are always thinking about like, how do you get more engagement? How much do you, how do you get more followers? All that kind of stuff. But with this, I was like, I don't want thousands and thousands and millions of followers Cause you're not going to be able to stay up on it. You're not going to be able to talk to people and engage with people in a, in some kind of like a significant way. So I'm really liking a that. Meaningful, it's, intimate way. Yeah. I really like that. It's small. Yeah. I'm all for it. And I just want the point to be, we're just trying to connect. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else feeling like they're not connected out there? Connect with us. I know you're mm-hmm. out there people. Yeah. Don't deny it. I know that some people love to say, Oh, Humanity sucks. I hate people. You know, people love saying that. There's a lot mm-hmm. of cynics out there. I know you're out there. Mm-hmm. And as a recovering cynic myself, I understand <laughs> it completely. Yeah. However, Leanne's helped me see the light and other people in my life have helped me see that we are all wonderful people for the most part, except Charles Manson. He was pretty awful. Oh, gosh. But you... Leanne are a wonderful person who offers a lot of positive, wonderful traits to the rest of the world. And you bring love and joy and lots of hugs to the world. Mm. So we all have something that we can share. And a lot of us really do want to connect. We are a social species. Don't be fooled. Mm -hmm. Don't be fooled by the introverts. And there's nothing wrong being an introvert, but don't be fooled by people say, you know, I just like to be on my own, do my own thing. And, you know, when I mm-hmm. want to connect, I'll go, maybe I'll go hang out with some people at a bar or something once in mm-hmm. a while. But Mm-mm. people are lying. People are desperate and dying for craving of the affection and attention that humanity can only give you. You can, you can try to get it from a, like a sex robot. They are out there <laughs> and they are somewhat popular from what I hear. I don't know anything about that, but because I have a very lovely girlfriend. Okay. Very, very pleased with my relationship. I don't need that kind of stuff. But that's how desperate some people are because they're afraid that they'll be judged for who they are and they're afraid to open themselves up to share their true selves. They're afraid to like say, hey, I love you. Or they're afraid to say, hey, I'm lonely. People are Mm -hmm. really afraid to say things like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where this rant's going. but Me neither. I'm sorry for ranting, everybody. I just wanted to connect with all of you. That was the goal. I wa- yes. that was what it's about connection, Leanne, right? Yes, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, let's talk about some uh, queries that were brought up. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. had wrote in recently in an email, and we read most of his email, but we forgot to read the last part where he he wanted to congratulate me on my journey. Yeah. And becoming a counselor. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to know what fueled the decision where you said to yourself, tomorrow I'm going to pursue becoming a counselor and follow through with it. Well, first off, I haven't completed the process at all. I'm only 
well, it's been six months, seven months in. The little wins, Mike, the little wins. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to downplay it. I just want to be clear so people know where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. I'm grateful to have had the clarity to finally make a decision because I was going back and forth between law school and like counseling. I'm like, which one should I do? Because, you know, I'm 39. I'm going to be 40. I'm kind of feeling like the next career I choose will be the final career of my existence. And Which I probably wanna... isn't true, but. Well, no, I want it to be because I want to invest in it. It's a purpose. Mm-hmm purposefully created that way, Leanne. Because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of careers where I dabbled. You know, I tried TV news. I tried being a high school teacher, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I've tried a mm-hmm. lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And now I wanted to commit and invest in a career and go deep with it, not just kind of be like, all right, now I did this. What's next? Mm-hmm. That's why I say that. Yeah. Okay. So It still won't be your last, though, just saying. Cause we're going to do, do 30 years, then we'll have our golden years. And then you'll want to do something totally probably get into crocheting. Yeah. Leanne has a very optimistic view of life. She thinks we're going to live to be like 95 years old or longer. And I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll kick it when I'm in, you know, 70, maybe 75 if I'm lucky. And she hates it. Look at what she hates it. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway. But I'm, I'm hoping that we get to have a long life. I would love that. Mm Mm-hmm. I would love to just keep on living, be old and wrinkly and can't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So anyway, continue on about the counseling. Oh, is that what that's about? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I yeah, sidebarred. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was either law school or mental health, a clinical mental health counselor. It's called an LPC in the state of Michigan, a licensed professional counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to go with counseling because... Once you go through something like addiction and it takes everything from you or you allow it to take everything, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship, trust me. And once I went through the addiction with uh, pain pills and it, I knew what it was like to be pretty much you know, out of my ass and I was in my mid to almost late 30s now, it really gives you this empathy and compassion for others in all areas, people who are struggling with poverty or other mental health disorders, which are various. I just felt that being a lawyer could help people. People do need good lawyers, but I just didn't know if I could really find enjoyment in the law. It's possible. I'm sure there's lawyers who love their job, but there's a lot of lawyers who hate their job. So I, I was, I was worried. I also thought it would be more useful to other people through my own experience to be a mental health counselor. So that's why I chose that, Josh. That's amazing. I'm what so glad that, that I'm so happy that that's where you, where you're going. Why? I really am because I think you're going to be fantastic at it. I know you're going to be fantastic at it. And I know that you would be a great lawyer too. You've got a really, you've got a really good way of speaking and being clear and stating your point. Like wouldn't you, you'd wouldn't be you rather a, I was a rich lawyer though? No, we had that discussion. I don't want you to be anything that is not going to make you happy. And if, yeah, if we brought in a ton of cash because you're, you know, this famous lawyer and that'd be <laughs> a famous lawyer. Yeah. You'd be a famous lawyer. Yeah. On wow. TV. Um, that, yeah, I have, that doesn't appeal to me at all. I really want you to be, I can see you being like just this amazing counselor. The only thing that I 
So you're better than I am in that, that you're, I'm hoping going to be able to separate that. So then you will be able to have downtime. That I guess is my only concern. We've never really talked about it. Um, that if you've got clients that you're really working with and you're just such a compassionate, empathetic person that I'm just, I guess that would be my only thing. But if it had to be that the downfall to the career is that you're thinking too much about your clients and hoping for the best for them or hating your job as a lawyer and like, (laughs) I would much rather us have to deal with that other issue. So um, no, I'm really happy. I didn't really, we haven't really discussed this a whole lot. It's funny that it's coming. Well, you can't be emotionally invested. If you're going to be a quality counselor, you need to not be emotionally invested. It's one of the ethics of the profession. So yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it. It's yeah, it's not for everybody, but you have to make that predetermination and then focus on practicing doing that. I'm sure it'll take time. So yeah, because some people do burn out in the profession because they just cannot disconnect. They can't go home and be like, all right, that's not a part of my life now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does happen. You're right. But yeah. I wonder, I wonder, we'll see how it goes. That, we yeah. make these life choices and then uh, there's no take backs. So yeah, Josh, I hope uh, you understand that if you have something, Josh, that you want to pursue, and this is Josh who wrote in last week. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, do. Josh. Yeah, you know, go for it, man. If you think that you could provide a better life for yourself, or you'll be more uh, engaged and connected through a different path than what you're doing now, then sign up for it or do what you got to do. I, I don't know what it would be. Or I don't know if that's what you were getting at, but you just have to make a decision and do it. Like Leanne said earlier in the podcast, just do it. Mm-hmm. It's so wise. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a, what is the deal here? Oh, Tina. Yeah. So oh, Tina. Yeah. So Tina, um, she's a gal that I have known, um, from years and years ago. That's what I'm really excited about this podcast. This is just so cool. Um, so anyway, I knew her from years and years ago and then she moved and we kind of lost touch. Um, but we remained friends on Facebook, but didn't really connect. Right. It was just kind of like another name that was in the, in the Facebook. And I made a post about the podcast on my personal Facebook and, uh, she got excited about it. She was like, that sounds really cool. And so she messaged me and literally, gosh, I wish I could remember how many years, maybe 10, maybe eight since I've talked to her. And, um, as soon as we started talking, we started talking about the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was like no time had passed. So it was so cool. And she started asking, um, because she had listened to, uh, she had just started listening to the podcast and she was like, you know what? I'd really like to know like what your take is on this, what Mike's take on this is. And, um, and even like, if you want to put it out on the podcast and then you can find out, you know, what other people are thinking. She said, there's so many gifts that were given during this quarantine which is, I think, a very powerful insight, Um, very difficult to actually see. But she says, if we really sit down and stay quiet, there's a lot of gifts that are coming out of this. And so she said, what's the biggest gift that you received uh, so far during this quarantine? And so 
since I had the question, I, I'll give my answer. Um, and then I'll just let you think about it because I'm curious about what yours would be. I told her that mine hands down, there has been a lot that I've learned about myself and about others and about um, a lot of different stuff. But hands down, and without me getting too gushy, guys, but knowing that you, Mike, are by my side and in my corner during a crisis is amazing. Because I think when you're in a relationship, and even if you're married, um, unless you've had like a major crisis, um, I think you kind of always question who that person is. Um, because as we're going through our day-to-day you know, we're just like going through the motions. It's not until you have a major crisis, whether you have a kid that has some sort of an illness or a disability, and then you, you know, your true colors come out or you have a fire or you have, you have something big that happens in your life. That's where you see the true colors of somebody. And I think maybe it didn't happen for everybody. I, I see know. your true <laughs> Yes. Um, it might not have happened to everybody, but I know certainly it happened to me that this pandemic was like crisis for me in the beginning because I did not know how to handle it. And um, a lot of stuff came up for me and I'm not good at talking. Uh, I'm getting better at it because of you. So I just, you're my gift that came out of this. And Aww. it was just, it was, a yeah, it was really, really amazing. So thank you. Thank you for that. Um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Thank you for thanks. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that was mine. Um, and how about you? Biggest gift? Oh, uh, my biggest gift has been to stop and smell the roses and recognize Very what good. I'm doing, what I need to adjust, mistakes I'm making, and I've been able to connect with a therapist, and that's been really helpful. So I've had a lot of time to. I've had multiple therapists in the last couple of weeks, and I've been connecting with them and talking about what's going on. And it's been a chance for me to kind of dump out and flesh out what's going on currently and see where I'm at. So I've used that to my advantage and I'm really grateful for that. That's amazing. It is amazing. It is. That's fantastic. I think it's great. Um, Also, Tina was talking about what's a habit or behavior that you know that you'll be letting go of after this is over. Do you have something? Because I don't know if I have a habit or behavior that I think I would let go of now that I've had time to look at in my darkest quarantine hours. Mm-hmm. It would probably be uh, self-nagging, self-criticism, constant self-criticism. I think the one thing I'll let go is the cruelty towards myself and just be more accepting and gentler to myself. So I'm really excited about that. Beautiful. That's amazing. It is. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, good. Do you have anything? Yes. I am going to stop hiding my emotions. Like, yeah, like obviously there's certain places, like I'm not going to just like open up on everybody, but, um, (laughs) especially, (laughs) uh, yeah, when we get out of quarantine, people are going to be like, and I'm not making eye contact with her. Um, but no with, and especially with you and what I, what I noticed is that cause when she asked me the, the other question, about the gift. And then I said, you know, that I'm able to like, you know, really talk to you and that you've really helped me and blah, blah, blah. She said, do you think that if you guys were actually quarantined together, not separate, if you were together, do you think you would have still had the same conversations? Um, she says, because, you know, if you're quarantined, 
and then you don't see that end, you know, like you're going to be out in a month or you're going to be out in whatever, it, would you kind of keep the peace or would you have those in-depth conversations? And I said, no, I know for sure that I'd have the in-depth conversations because it's easier for me to talk to you in person because I feel very safe around you. Um, but I think that's what happened is us being separate. I didn't feel that safety and that has no bearing on our relationship or on you or anything. It's just, there wasn't that, that actual connection of having, you know, us in the same room. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I asked, so she asked me that and I said, no, I think I would have done the same thing. Um, but probably quicker and easier if you were actually in the room with me. And that is what I will um, be letting go is that even if I'm not with you, I'm going to be completely with you and open with you. I'm not going to do the whole, no, I'm fine. Kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's my thing. I'm fine. Yep, I'm okay. Yep. I'm fine. Yep. Oh, I'm good. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? Anyway, how are you? How, what are you doing? Let's not talk about me. Um, Classic. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to really, really try to get rid of that, um, work on that for the next month. And hopefully when we get out of this, it'll be habit. So that is a very positive, exciting development. Yeah, it is. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And we'll put, um, we'll put these questions in the show notes. I'll have uh, show notes for tonight. Um, for this show episode. Notes. Yeah. Show notes. So, uh, that show be- notes on Instagram and um, yeah. And I'll put these questions because she wants to find out too, what you guys are thinking, not just us. She was excited about like finding out about Mike too, but um, you guys too. And I think this is going to be really good as all of us having these kind of questions and thinking about this quarantine. Cause the first, like you said, the first month was really just trying to get our feet footing, you know, just trying to get our feet on the ground and like making sense of this whole thing. But now I think that we're in it for at least another month. It's now it's time to really start planning and thinking and and moving forward with whatever this is. Round two. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, By the way, you should give her a plug on Instagram or whatever. Shout out. She does. uh... Oh, this is a different Tina. (laughs) <laughs> what? There's yeah, there's, are there? yeah, there's a ton of Tinas. Um, oh my gosh, Tina Overload. Yeah. So no, this is okay. uh Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is a different Tina. Actually, she does. Actually, I gotta ask her what she's doing now. What are you doing, Tina? Yeah. Right, at First Day Pod. Let us know. First Day yeah. Pod at protonmail.com. First Day Pod on Twitter and Instagram at First Day Pod. Mm-hmm. But you know what she does? She's like a really good impressionist. She does voices. Oh. Yeah, like really, really that. cool. She's done it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering what she's doing. If she's still doing that or if she's doing oh gosh. Like I said, we like lost touch. And so, you know, when eight years pass, a lot of things change. So anyway, so we'll figure that out. Reunited and it feels that's so wonderful. Thanks, Tina. We really yeah. appreciate you reaching out to the show and hooking us up with some info and giving us uh, topics to talk about so we could pass the time. Yeah, and I will do. <laughs> I will do a plug though for Tina Brigley um, because she's a she's a coach and right now she's doing um, she's a relationship coach. But I think you know if you do need somebody, you know kind of help you through this too. Uh, a therapist is fantastic. Um, 
I know that I'm looking at getting a therapist, but the one that I want to get into isn't accepting patients during quarantine. Fine. Um, so if that's not available, um, Tina Brigley, look her up. And uh, especially if you're dealing with any um, like relationship stuff during this quarantine, whether you're apart from your partner or locked up with them. So all you need is an empathetic ear. Even if someone's not a licensed counselor or a therapist, if you have somebody who's mm-hmm. spent some time trying to training in family therapy or relationships and therapy mm-hmm. between couples counseling or really just someone you trust who is empathetic to your situation and mm-hmm. can really give you that ear that you need. That's all you need. It could be mm-hmm. anyone, really. But uh, yeah, Tina's great. Yeah, check her out. So this has been another episode of the first day of the rest of our lives. Yeah. Can you believe it? And it's episode five. Is that like a milestone? It is. <laughs> People are so thrilled. There's a big party going on on Zoom this Saturday. It's a tribute to episode five Zoom party. So check us out on uh no, that's not real. Yeah, you better say that because then people are going to be looking for it. <laughs> well, we do thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure. It really is. You think it's cheesy. You think I'm joking. I'm dead serious. I really mm-hmm. thank you for listening. If you're out there, absolutely. thank you. Thank you. We welcome your voice on the show. Please reach out to us. First day pod. First day pod. That's all it is. At ProtonMail.com on Instagram and Twitter and all the fun social media platforms that you love wasting your days on. When you used to go to work every day and waste hours on, now you just waste hours on them at home. (laughs) Yep. Leanne, you Mm -hmm. did a great job today. Be proud of yourself. Thanks, you did too. Are you feeling any better? I feel a little bit better. We're sorry if the show isn't the greatest, you know. Yeah. Leanne had had the unfortunate news of her friend passing, and I was feeling like crap coming on, a little little stomach bug, but we we want to give you a good show. Not No, it's not COVID, because COVID's (laughs) not a stomach thing. People know that. Okay. If you don't know that, then know that now. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we were, you know, we came here under some, a little bit of duress, but we love to connect with you, so that's why we're here doing this. Uh, Leanne, I think you're a trooper, and I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. I really hope that we can all find the common ground so that tomorrow can be what? The first day of the rest of our lives. Yeah. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Bye.